Just FYI, this episode and several others were recorded before the nationwide wave of ongoing and extremely important protests in support of Black Lives Matter, so that's why you don't hear us talking about any of it, and why I wanted to say up front, Black Lives Matter. Period. Also, abolish the police. Use the money to create a network of services and systems designed to actually help people in communities instead, a very small part of which could include the functions we always think the police are for, and which they currently don't do well at all, like investigating crimes. Okay, now that we're all on the same page, and if you're not, why have you been listening to my podcast for this long, honestly? Let's get back to it. Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast about great ideas you'll never do, that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Besha, and this is absolutely my fault. How are you, John? I, uh, according to my best calculations, I am on day 69 of my personal isolation journey. Nice. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm at. I'm about to celebrate, uh, you know, the big 7-0 and just kind of, you know, just sort of living, really living that, that, that quarantine life. Um, yeah. How about you, Besha? Where are you at? Uh, well... I'm uh, in my living room because my laptop screen stopped working, so I have to hook it up to the television. That's cool. So, you know, if you hear stray noises like people on my street screaming, I can't remember if I've talked on this podcast about while I was on a work meeting, having somebody walk by going, smoke weed all day, smoke weed all day, smoke weed all day and go to work. It's like, <laughs> man, come on. Uh, so, but you know, it's, it's drizzling out. So probably that won't happen. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, we, we've, we had a little bit of that drizzled business, um, but it seems to have largely resolved itself. And I think we're on track for kind of like a, a, a mild entry into the sort of spring summer season here in the beautiful Bay area. Uh, to be honest, I could do with more drizzle though. You know, you can have some of mine. All of our windows are fogged up. That sounds so cozy. Yeah. <laughs> So should we should we perhaps let our listeners know what is what is happening? Do, 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 do. Who are you? Well, I'm John, and for the past dozen years, I've been writing down every idea I've ever had without editing and throwing them all into a big pile. Now our guests get to dig through the pile and look for anything good, crazy, or some combination thereof. If you hear one that sounds good to you and you want to run with it, do it. I just want credit. I don't need anything from our listeners who take these ideas. At this point, I have everything I need, but I would like photos if possible. Yes. Amazing. And here's the great thing is that the guest we're bringing back has been here before and is in fact ascending my personal list of Idea Factory giveaway MVPs. Ken is back. Ken. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, Ken, tell us about yourself. <laughs> oh, man, I am not doing a great job of that, but uh, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm finally kind of settling into this whole quarantine thing. And, uh, you know, I, I went through some of the stages of grief where, like, first, I think I said this to you, John, it's like I was going to read War and Peace. I was going to get shredded. I was going to, you know, all these hobbies I always wanted to do. And then those kind of fell the wayside. And now I'm just content with playing, you know, old school video games and going for a walk. And, you know, I'm content now. So I've uh, come full circle on it. Excellent. Hell Yes. I love it. I have. I mean, I might as well just ask you now. Have you have you gone back to Stinger? I have played it as well. Um, 
it, the list keeps growing. So like the more, so basically the people who don't know, I'm not sure what's going to make it or not. Uh, I have a, a Raspberry Pi with every Nintendo and Super Nintendo game ever on it. And so I play a little bit of that every day, usually in the morning for a little break. And one of the fun parts about it is everybody has a random favorite game that they have played at one point or another and they recommend it. And it's, it's so fun. And Stinger in particular, you're like flying through and you're shooting donuts out of the sky and it's, it's pretty amazing game i really the nintendo games i think just had an extra level of creativity that we just don't see in there because they had such little to work with um just as far as you know limitations and things like that it's pretty fun so yes i have gone back to stinger still playing the classics like mario kart and all that but yeah it's been a it's been a wild ride (laughs) so good oh just yeah i mean because if you don't discover the multi-shot in the second level the boss at the end of the third level who's an angry giant faucet that fires bubbles at you is just a motherfucker like I don't like I don't know if that game is possible to play without the multi-shot honestly yeah hit hit me up for any any tips and strats for a you know please never 30 year old video game <laughs> oh hell yes <laughs> Should we? Oh, and also something else I should let the listeners know is that if you don't remember Ken's previous appearances on this show, Ken has been keeping an idea file of his own, and it's fucking incredible. And so what we're going to be doing is, so usually, you know, uh, we our guest gets to pick about you know, roughly six uh, ideas from my spreadsheet, and we talk about them. But because Ken has a file too, we're going to trade. So Besha has picked three of his, and he's picked three of mine, and we're going to talk about them, and then we're going to probably maybe do another one because. One of the great things about this show's sort of like second phase, as I like to think about it, is when we get to look inside other people's idea files and sort of see what their brains are like, and it's always fantastic. Brains are weird. They really it's so it's so good. I love it so much. Let's get let's get into it. Let's 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 start with a Ken idea. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is me. This is me. Alright. Item one. Stars at night. Category is fun. Notes say, while we're all locked down, once a week, let's say like nine o'clock on Thursday, all city lights are shut off. (gasps) I love this. Let's do this. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of explains it all. I just think uh, this is such an opportunity. We're all stuck inside. We're not going anywhere. I mean, I guess hospitals can probably keep their lights on or something like that. But I mean, just think of all the stars we could be seeing. This seems like just something that has to happen. Just like once a month or whatever, it would be the whole country all the lights they can possibly turn off, turn off, and just, like, look at the sky. And it would obviously suck if you're in a cloudy spot, but, you know, we're doing it for everybody here. I, first of all, I love it. Second, do we, have we, do we know anybody who works at, like, I don't even know what department would would cover this, like, whatever public, like, who, who has their hand on the switch of all of the lights, like the, like the, even just the street lights in a city, right? Like, oh. is that something that can be overridden at, on some master city level, or are they all independently controlled by some kind of, just like a light sensor at the top of their dome or whatnot? Do we know? I'm sure you can override them, I, just because that's how people, okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I would assume there's some sort of, like, utilities district or something like that, and they could yeah. probably cut off power to whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted, I would think. Yep. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's a good point. And obviously take an incredible amount of coordination to get... Because, I mean, even if you're, like, in, say, Portland, I mean, could you see lights from Seattle? Would that affect your light? I would have to think it would, actually. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, like, 150 miles, 200 miles or something like that. Like, that would still... I think it'd still pollute it. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, that and, like, I'm, tr- I'm thinking even of just, like, San Francisco and Oakland, who are across the bay. From oh, they would. 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it would, it would involve a massive amount of coordination, but it would be so fucking worth it. I... Yeah. Yeah, goddamn. But even like I used to go out to um, like dark. There's a dark sky spot on the peninsula that people go to to do stargazing and like take photos of astronomical objects. And like it's not that far from San Francisco or San Jose, but it's still markedly darker just because that area, like the area around the park, is dark sky. Hmm. So, it, you know, it's it's not going to be like our our primeval ancestors but just turning off all the lights in the city would make a huge difference i think we could be like our primeval ancestors here (laughs) that's what i'm going for see i grew up out in the middle of nowhere and i know where the the, that's where the coyotes are (laughs) i would at the very least love to at least try it and just see you know just so we know that's brilliant ken what's the first idea from my list all right so the first one i have off of yours this is a game it is called speed pool betting and you did have notes on this, which I know is rare. Amazing. Uh, you wager on whether a ball goes in or not with perhaps increased rewards for a specific ball. So like you break, like on the break on a pool, if a ball goes in, you put a little bet on it, etc. Right. Yes. So <laughs> you you basically yeah like you, you like before you break, you lay down bets, and that's the only like the, that's the only period during which. So basically, like it's pool, but nobody gets to play anything beyond just doing the break. And you just lay down bets. Like, I I bet, like, yeah, like which ball, or, you know, like how many balls of a particular kind will go in or, or, or what have you, right? I just I just think it would be funny to to just, just make that the only thing. <laughs> it's the whole game. Yeah, it's the whole game. Because, like, what, what, what level of, like, I'd, I, I would be curious to know if there actually is, in fact, some level of strategy to it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to find that out, but also, like, just, I think it would be ridiculous, and I like, I just, I want to see if anybody ends up winning money from it. Well, are you playing yourself, or are you playing another person? Like, is somebody else there betting against you? Ooh. I, I, I would think that would there would need to be at least two players. And you, like, take turns until somebody sinks, like, say, the seven ball or something? Uh, ooh, oh, I don't know. I, I think maybe... <laughs> I, so I love anything where you can gamble. I have one of my like rules, like if you guys ever like watch March Madness or anything, a very small amount of money on a very trivial thing will just change your life and it will be <laughs> so fun. So anything you can bet on pool, I, I want to take this to just whole new levels, like just basically anything. You look at a dartboard, just like one one throw dart, you put money on it. I don't think he can hit a triple. He had a triple, whatever, you know. I think uh, basically all games could be improved with just a little bit of betting. <laughs> I, I, now that I think about it, I feel like this might might require two people and a robot. The robot would be the one doing the break, so it it can't be like you can't influence the person doing the break at all. Uh, and yeah, like you just you you like I mean at that point even like there's not even a, a, a pool cue. It's just kind of like a like one of those baseball pitching machines, just sized <laughs> down for a pool table and calibrated for you know like a, the 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 average speed of a of a of a cue ball and yeah like you just i think two people minimum plus robot that's my new that's my new requirement with all the sports gone this could be like the next national uh, rage 
Ooh, because it could be observed remotely. Yeah. There was that one, what was the thing? It was like marbles or something like that. There was some sort of marble race that everybody was really into for a little bit when this first all started. Oh, yes. If you can bet on it, I really don't think it takes much to get everybody into it. I would bet that you probably could. Yeah. Oh, the Marble Olympics? Oh, Basha. I missed um, it. Actually, I completely missed this, it. Uh, it. It was a thing before um, the quarantine, but I think it, it experienced a spike. I don't know if it has sustained. But yeah, there's this guy. I don't know where he is. I have this weird feeling like he might be in the Netherlands, who is who has like basically like these giant setups that he does made out of like he's got he apparently has like a really long hill in his backyard for instance that has a bunch of sand and so he would just carve basically like a long a long ditch into the sand and then just run marbles down it of various colors with a camera and there was somebody doing sports style commentary over it as if they were like race cars and it was fascinating and then he started I mean I don't know if this was if, if the sand thing came first or if it came second but then he started to do like like sort of like Lego and Tinker Toy setups of like different sort of like obstacle type it was really involved and it's, it's still going on where he would like he had these teams of marbles where like four of four blue ones and four orange ones and four white ones or whatever like there's a fuck ton of these things and yeah he you just like you just sort of let them go and see what they do and, and like behave as if they're competitors in like an olympic style sport it's actually quite compelling viewing <laughs> I, it's great i would recommend i have been into like i don't have the attention span for that probably i have really liked like sports announcers who are bored doing like narrating the dogs in the park oh the dog guy yeah. is so good the scottish <laughs> the one wonderful yes he just keeps yes, up that agreed. that patter just perfectly i that's one wish that i have for sure is that there be a a compilation of all of the dog ones when this is all done when the first wave is done at least yeah. maybe we'll we'll just like compile them by wave um but yeah so good let's here another can idea i can't all wait. right phone text roulette specifically for corona it randomly pulls a person up for your contacts and you text them further comma this should happen the first of every month <gasps> i particularly appreciate that that last coda there that further it should be the first of every month <laughs> so okay yeah i so like it, it's something that sits on top of your contacts and just like pulls one for you at random yeah, I mean, it'd have to be like an app or something like that, mm -hmm. I would assume. But yeah, you just pull somebody random in there and you give them a call and just chat. I mean, it's, uh, I think a lot of people have been uh, reconnecting with a lot of old friends from around the country and things like that. And it's like, why did we need a pandemic to do that? I don't Absolutely. have enough friends to get rid of some of the ones that live in Wisconsin or wherever. Like, I need all the friends I can get all the time. So <laughs> let's pull them up. Yeah, I love it. I I wonder, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe this would just start to become a thing in, in general, you know, like you could do what you could do a low tech version of this by exporting all of your contacts to a spreadsheet mm -hmm. and then just getting Google to pick a random number for you between, you know, X and Y and uh, and you have to text that person. That'd be amazing. How fun would it be like every like first of the month you're just sitting at home, it's 6 p.m. You know, you're going to get a text soon. You don't know who from. <laughs> you know? It would be nice if it also honestly I would appreciate it if it automated a little like, hey, you came up in roulette so that I don't have to start it off with like, hey, was just thinking about you in these times. I was like, hey, you've been chosen in roulette. Yo, what's up? I'm having spaghetti for dinner. Oh, that's I mean, we could make that part of the accepted tradition. Right. That that's just the way the messages start. 
you know a further i i would say maybe maybe it happens in the first 3 days of the month so that way you like all cell phone carriers everywhere don't experience a massive yeah, spike that. in traffic we could sort of you know we could sort of space it out but i think that is brilliant and i would definitely do it i should i might do a low tech version of it now that i've said it it's quite good <laughs> it'd be like when we were kids and getting mail was like fun rather than terrible now that yeah. you're an adult so I bring some of that back. Hell yes. Hell yes. I love it. What's next? All right. So what I got here is a, it's an idea for the product. It is a magazine titled, this will keep them busy for a while. It is <laughs> the notes say it is just pictures of construction equipment, trains, and sea creatures. Auto subscribes when your kid turns two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good God. I uh, I don't even need it to be good. I don't need it to have any text or explanatory material. Yeah. I want a script to go on Flickr and uh, just find Creative Commons pictures of construction equipment and trains and sea creatures and compile them into a shitty magazine. You know, like, uh, uh, I don't know if there's a, a term for it. You know, like the, the kind that where it's like, when, when it's laid out flat, it's the size of an eight and a half by 11. A zine. Right? Like, like a full spread. Yeah, a yeah, zine, yeah. basically, right? A <laughs> photo zine that yeah that maybe has i don't know 8 16 pages tops and uh, it just it just prints it and staples it and just sends it to you and you like and it's totally like it's just something that they can have while they're like having their oatmeal in the morning or whatever and if they get tired of it and throw it away no problem another one is coming in a month and it's going to be different pictures and you know what like i i just i think that it's uh, it, it, i like yeah I want it. I feel like it could be done easily, and I need somebody to do it, and I need somebody to auto-subscribe me and everybody <laughs> else who has kids between the ages of, I don't know, two and five, seven? Like, when do kids get tired of trains and construction equipment and sea creatures? Probably like 12? Yeah. 12. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it'd be cool, too. Like, I don't know. Besha, I think you might be in the same... You go over to visit your friends with kids, and it's great, and you love the kids, and when they say, you know, Uncle Kenny, look at this, it's like the greatest thing in the world, <laughs> but sometimes you just want to have a five-minute uninterrupted conversation with your friend having kid-having friend, and it'd be good for everybody, really. But then I also had a further question. Are dinosaurs not cool for kids anymore? My – Quentin is not – I mean, I, I'm operating from a small sample size. Well, um, but Quentin is not as obsessed with dinosaurs as he is with construction equipment and pictures of sea creatures. Trains, he's sort of like on the borderline of. But like if there's a backhoe anywhere within field of view, like that's, <laughs> that's what he wants to look at. That's the most exciting thing he's ever seen. Uh, I'm just sort of extrapolating that trains would, would be a – I, oh, no I, doubt. I, I don't know about the prevalence of dinosaurs. I, I should probably ping my various other parent friends and find out. But I, I feel like those three are a, are a, a, a surefire winner. I believe it. I think, yeah, no doubt about it. I think everybody would want it. <laughs> I, think, I wonder if monthly, I don't know, how long would a kid take to go through, like, 16 pages? Is that, like, that feels like two minutes and they yeah. start eating it or something? Oh, yeah, no, I mean, but, but just that it's, it's there, it's in the house, and it's not something you have to care about. Like, yeah. you can just throw it away, because another one is coming in a month, you know? But, yeah. uh, okay, so I, I will tell you, but part of the, the, where this idea came from is that, like, we, I'm a AAA member, and so they have this magazine that they just send you, because fucking why not, right? And the, the issue that, that I have th contained, like, a spread about the Monterey Bay Aquarium. 
And so like there was this one spread he kept going back to that was like a picture of their one of their big aquariums. And I was like, fucking, why isn't somebody just making a whole magazine of just this? Because like it would it would keep him busy for you know for a little while. While, so that I could like do the dishes or whatever in the morning, and it, it seemed to be a repeat hit, you know, like it, it would work for at least a week or two. And it's like, fucking, if you know, if if I had multiple copies of this, imagine if he had more pages to keep himself busy. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's all. This will keep him busy for a while. Nice. It's time for a Ken idea. Sorry. Oh, it is. So it is. Fix healthcare, an idea near and dear to my heart. Politicians get the health care the poorest people in their district get. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> seems pretty, seems pretty yep. uh, self-explanatory to me. If the healthcare system is as good as they would lead you to believe, they should be Oh, it's be the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, greatest healthcare system. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Next time Just you drink some bleach, we're all good. Throat, you can go queue and, up at the first come, first serve open office hours at the free clinic, Senator. Yeah. yeah and, and not just that, but you have to navigate the phone bureaucracy whenever yep. you have something that needs to happen. I, I will tell you something right now. We are, Quentin is still enrolled in whatever the. Um, healthcare is that 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 we had like when Mavis didn't have a job mm-hmm. because it's just fucking easier to keep paying thirteen bucks a month for it than for me to try to call and cancel the goddamn coverage mm-hmm. because I can't do it right now. Every time I've tried to call in the last like since quarantine started basically like I literally get a phone message that says we are experiencing so many calls we can't take yours. Bye. Is it CHDP? I I don't even know. Oh. It's uh, <laughs> it's some fucking thing. I just I've decided to I, that we just don't care. I, we and, don't care until they have capacity that I can just call for like I, until I can go into the office thing and just be like just cancel cancel his coverage just cancel it. Like it seems like it should take five seconds, but I can't get through to anybody. Get a human. So yeah, no, I would love for. Uh, and, all politicians to have to go through this bullshit. Cause it, and this is California, which works actually pretty well as states go. Like, oh God, the problem that you are <laughs> having is that you can't get rid of this coverage. Like that's bonkers. <laughs> Keep in mind that it took like a literally painful amount of calls and figuring shit out to get him onto True. this thing. But now, yeah, now it's just, now we can't get him off it. And it's, it, ugh, <laughs> God. But yeah, no, brilliant, brilliant. Sold. All right, so the last one we have for you, John, for, it is a product and it is called Spank. And so Spank is a mix of smack and crank. <laughs> you just want it to be a drug because that makes the fun name. <laughs> it did. Yeah. <laughs> I did, and yep. also I don't know what it would do, right? Because we're talking about if you, you've got heroin and you've got meth, and if you combine the two, do they cancel out? <laughs> probably not. No, no, probably does but, some amazing things to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like I just, I just want to know. Ah, uh, yes, I thought I, that? I thought that this was a thing. It's called a goofball because you see, feel silly and blissful. Is that really true? Yeah, it's really true. It's on NPR, so it must be. There you go. Well, I think Spank was a better name for it. I think Spank is a way better name. But Crank is a very specific kind of mess, so that might be part of the uh, part of the issue. Mm, At least I think of it as indeed. a very specific kind of mess. 
I don't know I don't anything know. about yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to actually look this up. I, I went to the Urban Dictionary to be like, is smack heroin? I think that's what it is. I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> it's always fun. I always imagine like whenever it's like any alcohol or drug making it, you're just like upstairs in your house watching like ancient aliens and out of nowhere, just some explosion blows out all the windows in your basement. You're like, huh, the spank is done. That's... <laughs> And we go back to finishing our frozen pizza. I mean, that but, just sounds know, like crank, honestly. It's, yeah. It's, well, there goes the bathtub, but I have to find out, was it aliens? Yeah. <laughs> Those pyramids didn't build themselves. I One of my favorite things about Urban Dictionary, because I also just Googled crank to make sure that I wasn't crazy, um, is that sometimes the top definition is obviously something that somebody has a vendetta about. <laughs> So the top definition of crank is a person who is heavily involved or interested in the fire brigade. What? <laughs> Sample sentence. Hamish is just a crank. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who is Hamish? Why are you so mad at him? And why do you still think it's funny to post mean things about your friends on Urban Dictionary in the year of our Lord 2020? Oh, that's that's a documentary in and of itself. But, and it's right also there. such a, like, a benign one. It's it's not a nasty, like, slut-shaming or obscene anything. It's just like, yeah, he's a crank because he's really way into the fire brigade. <laughs> I love it. God damn. <laughs> These people are still out there. We share a planet with them. <sighs> All right. Is it time, perhaps, for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest? Now, we've been doing that this whole episode. But, Ken, is there an idea we have yet to cover that you would like to? Or do you have a terrible recommendation? I'll keep going with ideas. I guess that's that's cool. So one that I thought was kind of fun. I, uh, I'm i known in some circles as one of the better come-with guys around. So just like, I'm going to the post office. You in? I'm like, yeah, of course I'm in. Um, and so with that, I go to a lot of random concerts. And so like in the last bit, I've been to Tool and Jay-Z and Blink-182 and random garage bands and just stuff that doesn't really make sense together. And I think it would be such a treat if before every concert, just like at a sporting event, they had to perform the national anthem in their own Thule or Jay-Z or Blink-182-y way. And yeah, I just think it'd be a hoot every time. I wish this was a video podcast because you, the look of delight, <laughs> that just absolutely, uh, that would be incredible. Yeah, I don't know what to do with foreign bands. I was thinking about that. Like, if a Canadian band comes in, do they perform the Canadian national anthem? Do they perform ours? They may not know the words. But, I mean, I just think, if nothing else, just watching, like, in the same week, Tool and Jay-Z perform it would be... They should be made to perform it to the best of their knowledge with yes, no, exactly no studying ahead. <laughs> no studying ahead. I'd be curious what people who aren't American recognize of the national anthem and if they just think it's the Rockets Regler... Like, if that's they, all they retain from it. Sort of like those videos where people from other cultures uh, mimic English speech, but don't actually know it. They, so they just make the phonemes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, th that was exactly what I was going to say, too. I, yes, plus one to everything Besha just said. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for us to let everybody know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is super easy. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all that stuff at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B-E-S-H-A. It's private right now, so, you know, don't find me. <laughs> Ken? I got no social media. I think you should all go read John's newsletter. That's actually, uh, I think, one of my favorite reads every week, so. Yeah. 
Get on it. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five-thing rating in whatever podcatcher you're using to listen. And if you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review. It'll help us out a lot. If you've done that already, tell a friend about us the next time someone asks you what you've been listening to. Thanks, and remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I want a set of six matched footmen who are all the same height. Do-do, 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 do-do. Do-do.